0: Together, growing in faith changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 1 from verse 67 to verse 79. This is quite interesting that in the Gospel of Luke chapter 1 we find two hymns. One which is sung by Mary, My soul magnifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. The second one is found. Uh, on the lips of Zechariah blessed be the lord the god of israel for he has visited his people and redeemed them he has raised up for us salvation these are two beautiful hymns interestingly they are both sung in the presence of elizabeth and they are both having to do with the annunciation of both Jesus and of John but today allow us to therefore look uh, briefly at this beautiful hymn that is being sung by Zechariah Zechariah remember that Elizabeth had been about three or six months pregnant and when the angel of the Lord told Zechariah that you know your, your, your wife is pregnant uh, and will be pregnant rather and, and Zechariah wasn't able to speak. And so for probably the whole nine months, Zechariah was unable to speak. And the first time that he opens his mouth, he's blessing God. There is something there. He hasn't been able to speak. And the first time he opens his mouth, he says, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. How do I open my mouth? What do I say when I open my mouth? In the beginning of the day, do I bless myself by reciting the prayers? Do I speak well of others? Do I speak words that are helpful, edifying words, words that help people to become better? How well do I speak of others? How do I allow them to hear words that come out of my mouth. The first thing that I want to talk about is the gift of speech. Quite a number of us are fascinated about the gift of tongues, speaking in tongues and being slain by the Spirit. But I also, quite equally, we should also be looking and asking for the gift of speech. What do I say? How do I say it? Why do I say it? There are certain things in life that I don't need to entertain. There are certain things in life that I don't need to talk about. There are certain things in life that I need to avoid to talk about. For example, speaking ill of others. Speaking things behind people's backs. Speaking in a condescending manner. It fascinates me that as he opens his mouth for the first time after probably 9 months the first thing that he wants to say is to praise God. Now there are things that you and I have probably gone through in our own lives. And having gone through those experiences the Lord gives us a new opportunity. He gives us A second chance in life. How do we grab that chance? Do we acknowledge it? Do we celebrate it? Do we thank God for it? Or do we use it and forget that this is a second chance in life? Forgetting that I don't deserve this, but God has given it to me in mercy. The things that I once took for granted. Do I now cherish them? Do I now celebrate people in my life? Do I allow them to know that they are loved? Do I work at myself in order to improve who I am? Do I work on the person that God has created me to become? I love how Zechariah immediately opens his mouth and acknowledges the presence of of God in his life. Because dear brothers and sisters, it is very easy to become bitter. And I've always argued and I say to myself, sometimes if I'm not at peace within myself, then manifest itself in what I say and in how I speak about it. And so you find quite a number of people who are loud, who are always involved in quarrels, in fights, in gossips. Do you realize that they themselves are not at peace within themselves? They have not accepted who they are. Now let's go back to the hymn. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has visited his people and redeemed them. Now Zechariah sees God having visited his people to redeem them. Now he sees the birth of John his son as a visitation from God and as a redemption from God. Now, the word redemption is quite an interesting word in a biblical context because it has an economic value. To redeem something means to buy it off and to liberate it so that you can then use it for your own good. And so who here is being visited And who here is being redeemed? Well, primarily, it is Elizabeth and Zechariah. They've been visited by the mercy of God. In their old age, the Lord has redeemed them. The Lord has removed shame and disgrace from them. The Lord has wiped their tears. That's primarily about Elizabeth and Zechariah. Now, do I have that heart that is grateful? Do I have that attitude that appreciates everything that has been given to me as gift? Do I appreciate the things that God does for me? Do I appreciate the things that people give me? Do I appreciate, the gift of life. So often we take things for granted. So often we, 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 we don't appreciate, celebrate ourselves, those around us and the people that God has given us till it is late. And so I think one of the greatest things that the Lord is inviting us to look into and please God to do is to celebrate who we are, is to celebrate what God is doing in our lives where do you feel that you need God to visit in your life in your family where do you want to be redeemed from what is it that is holding you down what is it that is stealing a sense of peace from you and from your family now something else also works beautifully for me he speaks of his son and he says as for you my little child you shall be called the prophet of God, the Most High. For you will go before him to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins through the tender mercy of our God. Imagine the most beautiful words coming from a parent regarding a son, a daughter. Do we speak words of wisdom To our children, do we speak words of healing to our siblings? Do we allow them to be themselves? Do we allow them to grow? Do we allow them to find their purpose in life? As parents, God has given us this greatest gift of blessings to speak well of our children, to wish them well to pray for them more than we pray for ourselves. And you don't stop. You never stop being a parent. You forever worry about your children and you forever present them before God the Most High. I love the words that comes out of this parent. You, my little child, shall be called the prophet of God the Most High. That's who you are destined to be. Do we speak words prophetic words to our children? Do we speak words that we know will change them for better? Do we consecrate our children to the loving mercy of our God? Do we entrust them into the tender care of our God? That's what Zechariah does to his son. And he says, you, my son, I consecrate you. I set you apart to do God's work. Do we bring our children into the faith? Do we introduce them to Jesus? Do we introduce them into a relationship, personal, deep relationship with God? You know, my dear brothers and sisters, I've been reflecting deeply. And in my heart of hearts, I keep on saying the church exists for one thing only. All the others should be part of this one thing. And without this thing, the church will not exist and should not exist. The church exists in order to make Jesus known into the world. In order to evangelize. To bring people into a relationship, personal relationship with God. Have I brought my children into a personal relationship with God? I'm not talking about bringing them into church. I'm not talking about bringing them into Mass. I'm talking about bringing them into a personal relationship. Mass and church, those are good, but it shouldn't end there. It should lead them into a relationship, personal relationship, deep relationship with God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. And may Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.